so today is like one of those really cool Sundays where just the whole universe aligns itself, which is just so, so, so awesome. Um, today, welcome to City and Hill if you're here for the first time. We're about lighting up our world so that people far from God can find life in Christ. We are so glad you're here, literally, and that's why we printed cards saying we are so glad you're here. If you want to fill out one of those contact cards, we've got a gift that we'd love to give you. We'd love to connect with you and let you know a bit more about the church. Another awesome thing, just sit back, relax, enjoy um, the service today. At City Hill, we take the awkward out of the offering. We don't take offerings on a Sunday. All our giving is by our members of the church, um, secretly online by the banking system, PayPal app, and ping it. Um, we're going to have a great Sunday today. We're doing a series at the moment called Heroes. And last week, we did Hulk, which was pretty cool. We had a great time looking at kind of anger, processing your anger, how you can channel your anger and use that to make a difference in society rather than destroy everything around us. Today, what we're gonna be looking at is we're gonna be looking at another superhero, which is just so fitting for this Sunday. We're gonna be talking about um, Wonder Woman. We're gonna be talking about Wonder Woman. And there's a film coming out about her, and that's going to be really, really awesome. We're going to be looking at some stuff about her. But the reason why Wonder Woman is just such an appropriate character to be looking at this week is one of the things we do at City Hill is people get involved in different values. Our values are about shining, about inviting people into our lives to the party, and about giving, giving our times, giving our, our, our talents. And what we love to do more than anything else at City Hill is we love to celebrate each other, we love to celebrate people. And so when someone serves and they give their time to serve at City Hill, we have this kind of um, award that we like to give out um, to say thank you to someone for all that they do at City Hill. So today what we're doing is, as the series is Wonder Woman, we're looking at a Wonder Woman in the life of our church. And I'd love to give this award to Katrina. This City Hill Award um, is presented to you, awarded to Katrina for her faithful service to City Hill, a beacon of light in the darkness. Thank you We're so much. You. Say something. Up to the front, up to the front. No, 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 no. You're going to say it here. You're going to say it here. I just want to say thank you to all of you for being here today. Clearly, yeah, I know why you're all here, but thank you. It means so much. And it's been a pleasure serving at church here. It's just I found home and a family, a real church family, a family that, yeah, I just connect to you guys and it's just warm and it just feels natural my Sunday doesn't feel so different from my Monday to Friday Monday to Saturday like it's, just, it's a natural transition and it's something that feels true and comfortable and honest and yeah I just love serving this it's just been a pleasure so thank you oh, thank, thank you. you for making me the great thing about Katrina is, she gets here before me. Like, I'm going to be here setting up. And I've even told her, don't worry Katrina, I'm going to get there earlier and set things up. She's still here and everything's like, blah, 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 blah. she's so, 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 so wonderful. Single way. You all know her, she's amazing. You can't really put into words. So, thank you Katrina. So, it just fits that today we're talking about Wonder Woman. We're talking about Wonder Woman and Katrina, it's like 
they're the same person for me. They just kind of like overlap. Their lives are so similar. There's very little difference between the two. So I just had to go down like that this Sunday. So today we're going to be looking at a couple of things. We're going to be looking a bit about Wonder Woman and some of her attributes. And we're looking at a bit of a story as well in the Bible. So if you have got your Bible, if you'd like to have a look at 1 Kings chapter 17. If not, don't worry, I'm just going to kind of read um, through. And we're going to be looking at verse 8. What happens in this particular passage is there's this, this dude called Elijah who rolls pretty deep. And he, he's had this moment with God where he has, has pretty much said it's not going to rain. And so there's this drought kicking off across the whole country. Um, hashtag the struggle is real. The drought is real. The war is not there. People are struggling with this. This isn't easy. This is, this is hard. This is life. Who knows what it's like to go through the struggle, to go through the drought. Those seasons where that paycheck just is not stretching to cover anything. It is a drought out here. Jeez. So um, that was kind of like what's happening with Elijah. He's spoken this word. This is not going to happen until then. But funnily enough, the drought doesn't just affect um, those. It affects everyone. It affects Elijah. And there's this story where in verse 8 it says, The word of the Lord came to him, Arise and go to Zarephath, um, which um, belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. So it's, it's really crazy because what happens is God sends him to another people. So often when we look at uh, things, we look at things about our people. So we look, at, we look for people that are like us. And then we value people just on the grounds of being like us. So there's a famine going on. And the children of Israel, they're like a proper tight clip. They don't really always value outsiders like they've been commanded to by God. So it's a bit weird that like the biggest prophet in the nation, the biggest like social innovator in Israel at the time, is being sent to another nation. So he goes there and he's been told to dwell there. So he goes there and God says to him, behold, I've commanded a widow to feed you. So like the story kicks off, there's this drought going on and God's commanded a widow to feed him and you're like dang shouldn't it be the other way around like this widow is meant to like provide for him which is like a little bit crazy and when he came to the gate of the city behold a widow was there gathering some sticks together and he called to her and said bring me a little water in a vessel that I may have a drink and she was going to bring it and he called her and said bring me a morsel of bread in your hand and she said as the Lord your God lives I have nothing baked only a handful of flour left in a jar and only a little oil in a jug and now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and that we may die and Elijah said to her don't be afraid go and do as you have said but first make me a little cake of it and bring it to me and afterward make some for yourself and your son For the Lord God of Israel says, The jar of flour shall not be spent, the jug of oil shall not be empty, until the day of the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and she did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, and neither did the oil become empty because of the word of the Lord that he spoke to Elijah. After this, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became ill, and his illness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. And she said to Elijah, What have you against me, O man of God? You have come to bring my sin to remembrance and cause the death of my son. And he said to her, Give me your son. And he took him from her arms, and he carried him up to the upper chamber where he lodged, and he laid on him on his own bed, and he cried out to the Lord, O Lord my God, have you brought calamity even upon the widow with whom I I stay by killing her son? Then he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried to the Lord, O Lord my God, let this child come to life again. 
And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah, and the life of the child came into him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper chamber into the house and delivered him to his mother and said, See, your son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, Now I know you are a man of God, and the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. So what does that have to do with Wonder Woman? That's what we're all thinking, right? That's what I'm thinking now as I've just read that. Oh dear, I'm screwed this Sunday. So it kind of ends on this bit where it says, Now I know that the word in your mouth is from God, and I know that it's true. One of my favorite things about Wonder Woman, she's got loads of qualities. She's got like super strength, she can fly, all that kind of cool stuff. Has these bracelets that kind of are unbreakable. She deflects bullets, all that kind of stuff. But she has this thing like the lasso of truth, which is just the coolest thing ever. Like I would have so much fun with that thing if I could just throw that around my wife. And actually, no, I would never do that. I would never know, want to know what she actually thinks of me. That would be a really dangerous thing. Like, what do you really think of me? Oh dear, I'd probably go and cry under the sheet somewhere. So like, but it's this really cool thing. You can always find out the truth with this thing. So she'll put it on a bad guy, she'll put it on whoever, and they'll end up speaking the truth. Now, in this story, when we read this passage, it's such a weird, weird, weird story. You've got a drought, a starvation hitting a whole nation. God sends his man to go provide for a woman that's outside their people group. First thing that I love about the story. It's that so often we're always looking at ourselves and that sometimes God calls us outside of our comfort zone to reach those who aren't like us. So often in the press we hear of how people see um, immigrants, people who see people in in times of need and have negative views towards them. And God calls us so differently. Like um, I've heard guys in the news going like, oh no, we we should ditch our foreign aid policy because I need to have a better pension. And you're like, you're living it up, you G. Like, what is wrong with you, bruv? You, you, you're, you're, you, you could make it rain with your pension. Like, the, the people that the money's going to overseas is doing an amazing job in keeping people alive. Like, what is wrong with you? You absolute donut with your head in the sand. And, and there's things like that. And in this passage, God's focus isn't on his own people, but it's on those that are different from him. And so the first thing I look at this is I see that God wants us to reach someone different than ourselves. And what I love about Wonder Woman is she kind of grows up on this Amazon island away from the whole of humanity. And yet she makes it her business to reach out and to save those that are nothing like her and takes ownership of that. I think so often we, we, we just look too close to our own feet, our own shoes and those like us. And yet God calls us way past that. The next thing I love about it is she has next to no resources. So when Elijah comes along, she looks like she has very, very little. And so she doesn't, so she could be forgiven for being like, well, look, I'm preparing my last ever meal for me and my son, and then we're just going to die. And that's all I've got going on. Um, But Elijah says, God's told you, telling me to tell you to make a cake and the rest of it will not run dry. And I looked at that and I've been like, hmm, dang, like that's, that's crazy awkward. Can you imagine how the story would have been if she made that cake and they just all die and he just walks off hungry like, well, hey, you know what I mean? Which is, when we read the story, we see how it pans out. But for this woman, there is a real possibility she's going to make a guy who's pretty well off a really nice cake. He's going to eat it and go, well, yeah, thanks for the cake, love. See you later. And just dip out. Man, I read that story and I'm like, crazy. And this woman believes in him. She trusts him. And she finds out that actually her faith in helping keep him alive is the very faith that keeps her alive. I had the craziest scenario this week. I, was thinking, I wasn't going to share it because it's a bit different. So 
we're starting City Hill. I started this church like four years ago. It was just me and my wife. That was it. And then I was doing it in my spare time, like two hours a week, one on a Sunday, then one in the week. And it just got a bit mental and I was doing this other job. And I just felt God saying to me, have the faith, just step out, just write loads of letters to different churches, ask them for some money to support you. And you get all these no's and then you get these yeses and then you get these guys that bargain and go, well, we'll give you this amount, not that amount. And you're like, oh, dang, man, how am I going to do this? And there was this week just gone, uh, or the week before, yeah, this week, I had this crazy moment where I was sitting in a coffee shop and I'm going through the emails and normally I just get like, no. Sometimes I get air, like not even an email back. They're like, who is this guy? No way. Uh, and they don't even reply. I got a reply back and, th- and these guys were saying no. But they did the opposite. They said, no, we're not going to give you that. We're going to give you double this year and double next year. And then I was like, that's mental. And then the craziest thing was I left all these emails unmarked that I was meant to get back to. And there's this kid that I sponsor in, in Nigeria, in Ipaja, uh, through an organization called African Child Trust. And we as a church, through the same charity support, two orphan girls in Kigera, Tanzania. And there was a letter that had been written by this kid and I had missed this. And so I've just received that, and the next email I go to is written by this kid, written this letter, writing some really long words, so I know they're doing well at school, because some of them I was like, what? <laughs> it was like, dang, man, I didn't know anyone wrote like that. And uh, this kid basically put on there, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. You've changed my life for the better. I'm forever indebted to you, and I'm praying that God blesses you million, trillion times more. And so I'm writing back to this kid, and I'm emailing straight back to the, the partner. I'm going like, dang, you know, you need to tell this kid his prayers are getting answered. Like, everyone, all they ever do is say no to me. And then it dawned on me. And which is why I'm connecting with this passage today in a way that's so real for me, is that I was giving this little bit of money a month to, to do it just to bless this kid to try and help him. I didn't do it like thinking there's going to be ever a blessing back for me. But then all of a sudden I'm sitting in this coffee shop and I'm realizing that kid has just blessed me more than I've ever blessed that kid. And that sometimes when you step out in faith to do something for someone that you can't do, that it's going to cost you, that it's not going to be easy, that it's not going to just align itself and that you've got loads of money spare that you can just throw about helping people. And you're like, dang, I've just given that. I don't know how I'm going to make it through this month. And then bang, it comes around. And I think sometimes we're really quick. And I know I'm quick to stretch like a bit of money to have something that I really want for me. Or, or easily for Eden, flipping it, man. I go out shopping, I end up buying her a toy every time. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm financially incompetent when it comes to her. She just has to look at me and I'm like, Peppa Pig, what? Peppa Pig, what? Have it, have it, have it. You know what I mean? I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible. And Jodie's always like, why did you buy another toy? We have no room for toys. Uh, and I, I'm terrible. But yet, sometimes when someone's in need, I see them as an inconvenience. But actually, this person that could have been seen as an inconvenience traveling all this way out of your route was the very one that God used to sustain Elijah, but actually God used her sustaining Elijah to sustain herself. And then sometimes when you do a good thing like that and you inconvenience yourself and you take a risk, things go really horribly wrong. Really horribly wrong. To start in this church, like, man, there's been a couple of times where I thought, I'm going to lose my home. (laughs) Being real. There's been a couple of times where just the, the, the stress has been, has been insane. There's been times when I've invested in someone's life who, whose, whose dad isn't around and I've become like the dad to someone who, and, and the end result, something amazing happens, but while you're walking through all the stuff with them and they're down and they want to kind of, they're not feeling life too much, it's really tough. It's really, really hard. And in this story, what we see is we see a guy who goes and takes ownership of a problem that's far away from him and God sustains the both of them And as she gives in faith, she ends up losing her son. And so often, I think what happens with you and and I 
is the, the rare times when we do step out in faith and do something worthwhile and wonderful for someone, as soon as something painful happens to us, we're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, is that how it's going to be, God? I'll step out of sunshine, this is how you do it, yeah? Kick me when I'm down, yeah? You know what I mean? It's a bit like, what the flipping heck is going on here? And this woman, straight away, her son has died. It's like, are you kidding me? I gave this gift to keep us alive. We get kept alive only for him to die by like, I don't know, it doesn't say what it is, like rabies or something, I don't know. This kid just, just dies. And then she's just like, what the heck? And then even Elijah is kind of like, God, what the heck? <laughs> Seriously, hashtag awkward. Like, I came to bless this house and now the kid's kind of dead, you know what I mean? And now I'm in a room with a dead kid and she's fuming outside, like, don't want to go out there, like, I don't want to get slapped up, you know what I mean? Like, all this is kind of this awkward scenario is kicking off. But what I love is how it turns out and how that kid receives new life. And I think so often you and I go through the pains of life where we have to face up to real pains, real struggles, real issues, and we encounter death in those issues. It is painful, it is hard, it is real, it is the real and the raw. It is what I like to call brutal. It's brutal and beautiful at the same time. And that is exactly what's happening in this passage. And in that moment, when the kid comes back to life, she says something so real. She says, now I know that you are the man of God and the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. And what I love about this woman is for me, she's Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman because she steps out for a stranger who has no home from another nation that has come to her. And she's baked that cake in faith of what could possibly happen. And I love this woman because when it all goes wrong and her kids end up dying by another mean, she doesn't just go all out. She comes with, with a question. She comes and she provokes. And then he goes away and that happens. And then at the end, it's almost like she really is Wonder Woman. It's like she had the lasso of truth around Elijah. And she has this moment where she goes, now I know that the words in your mouth are truth. The thing I like to think about God is... I don't like to come to someone with a conversation that is a conversation I own and I have all the answers for and then I place on someone and they must now accept and embrace everything that I know and I understand and I have engaged with God about because God never came to me that way. And God never came to Moses that way. He said, I am who I am. And it literally translates in Hebrew as, I'm revealing myself to you by my actions. That I believe every single person on this earth should at least attempt at some stage in their life to find out who God is for themselves and allow him to reveal himself by his actions. But it takes like this woman from some next ends. It takes someone to step out in faith and engage in their situation. And it takes someone to step out and engage with the struggle in their community, on their doorstep, around them. So today, I, I want to kind of salute um, Katrina, City Hills Wonder Woman, who in spite of so many challenges, so many obstacles, has never failed um, to serve here so faithfully. There's been times where you said to me, like, there's stuff going on, and I just don't know if I'm going to make it there next Sunday to do this or to do that. I just don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm going, that's okay, that's okay. And then she's there before me that Sunday. And then she's saying to me another time, I don't know if I'm going to make it this Sunday. I'm telling you, there's stuff going on. And then she's the first one here again. And then I'm looking, and I'm, I'm starting to like feel a bit convicted. Like, jeez, man, I've got some stuff going on, but I can't make it first, you know what I mean? I'm getting beat down, I'm getting worn out, I'm getting tired, and then there's Katrina going like, oh man, I, I just don't, I really, I, Ali, seriously, 
seriously. I do not know if I'm going to make it this Sunday. And then she's not only here this Sunday, she's the biggest smile. She's at the front. Someone's new for the first time and they're coming in and they're getting loved on. They're getting cared for by someone who's saying that they're hurting inside and everything's falling apart. But there's still the big smile on the front door. And the, the guests that come to the first times first, they matter most. It's not about her. It's about them. Same as Jesus with us. It's not about him. He's on the cross suffering for us. And Katrina's going, no, I'm not tapping out. I'm not tapping out. She's going, no, no, no. Seriously, Andy, I don't know if I can make it this Sunday. And then she's here again. And she's doing it again and again and again. And so I feel like the story of Wonder Woman, I feel like the story of this, this widow, and I feel like the story of Katrina, they all have something in common. And I feel they all ask one big question of us this Sunday. And the big question they ask of us is will you and I step up to the plate and will you and I step out in faith this week when we encounter someone who is so desperately in need? Because let's be honest, we do the London thing, we close our eyes and we walk past people all the time. People we know in our communities, on our estates, um, where we live, um, outside, on our way to work, people in our work who we know are hurting, we ignore them, we close our eyes. And I believe that Katrina asks of us, I believe Wonder Woman asks of us, and I believe this widow here asks of us that we would be people that seek truth and seek to serve and to have faith that we can make a difference. I'm just going to pray for us today and then that'll be, that'll be it. Um, Father, I thank you that we have amazing inspirational stories like this widow. I thank you that um, through creativity we have amazing um, comic book superheroes that also ask questions of us. I thank you also, Lord, that more than that, we have heroes and people here and now who live among us that we know as friends and as family who just refuse to lay down and refuse to quit and keep stepping out in faith and keep loving and keep serving others. We pray, Father, that today, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would embolden us to be people, agents of change in our communities. We won't be able to solve the entire big, complex problems ahead of us, but we can pick one person that we're going to love and walk with until they see their own encounter of change. And we realize, Lord, that along that way, there'll be discouragements just like that widow. But we know that you with us and with them, we can see amazing change and transformations in people's lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.